1: Welcome back to Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. Folks, as always, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, give us a call here at 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Or you can submit your questions on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com. Joining us this morning, he's here. He's somewhat clear and he's already goading me for my box of calf. So, good morning, Tony.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking I want to switch the bet. I won the bet on the Super Bowl. I uh you and I just had a friendly little wager. I said Rams by 3 and let's see how did it end up? Oh yeah, Rams by 3. Little hey, pat on the back e- for myself. Even
1: a even a uh, even a, a broken clock, right? <laughs> twice a day, buddy. <laughs>
0: All right. And so- well, like I told you,
1: I, you know, hey, <laughs> let us just call it what it is. Matthew Stafford, uh, he's you know UGA quarterback. Uh, you know, been been in the in the uh, worst possible franchise yep. for years. Uh, you know, never really even got out of the basement, and he goes one year to a team that's loaded for bear, and he wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, congratulations. Like I told you, yep. I'm all for it. You know, Georgia won the national title this year. He wins the Super Bowl. All in all, Braves win the World Series. It's been a great year. Yeah, good if, year for uh, Georgia if, fans. If the Hawks could win the finals, we <laughs> we, we take it all.
0: I wouldn't – I don't know if I keep your – you might want to keep yeah, your fingers crossed. I wouldn't crossed. bet on that. Yeah, but, I wouldn't you know, bet on hey, that one, but –
1: Hey, never but know. you know what? The Braves were in last place at one point last year, so you never know.
0: That's true. That is true. You never know. Well, so. you know, and, and instead of the box of calf, you could always just send me a bottle of that Weller you were talking about. Calf's a lot cheaper. Excuse <laughs> yeah. me. Calf's a lot cheaper. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. Yeah.
1: know. No yawn intended. Um, <laughs> I'm actually trying to load up on my calf right now.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, you got you to gotta, uh, be ready for the show and ready for the morning, that's for sure. Well... I'm excited about this one. I know you've had a lot more uh, comments from uh, listeners and people you've been talking to. Had a lot of questions. Yeah.
1: Had a lot of questions recently.
0: Yeah, good. So what do you got for us? What kind of questions have you been getting? And are they finance related? I mean, are we talking about the be- where's the best pizza in town? Or are we actually talking about financial questions today?
1: Tony, they're actually financial oh, okay. questions. Okay. The pizza will be covered <laughs> at All the right. end. Okay. Okay. Uh speaking of pizza, let me get on my soapbox for just a oh second. Boy, you know, here we go. Inflation. Inflation. Oh. Okay. Okay. I get it. Inflation. You know, I get it. Things, you know, and, and we're gonna that's one of the questions we're gonna talk about is inflation and Russia and China uh, Russia and Ukraine and China and you know, everything that's going on geopolitically and how that's gonna impact our, our economy. But I gotta I gotta I gotta I gotta do a grind my gear section. So my kids are like most kids. They, they love pizza. They love chicken nuggets. They love, you know, about a handful of things. Yep. That's it. I mean, macaroni and cheese, it's the staples, yep. right? Yep. Well, pizza, one of their favorite pizzas is a company called Mellow Mushroom here oh, yeah. locally. Yep, okay. Mellow
0: Mushroom's great. Well, here,
1: here's where the plot thickens so i i i'm i'm leaving work one day uh it's been a week or two ago uh my wife calls me she's like hey uh kids want pizza what do you think about mellow mushroom i'm like you know what mellow mushrooms great the pizza is great G- great pizza so sure uh, just just call it in and i'll go pick it up tony i pull up to the window and i i tell them my name they go get the order and the 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 lady said uh that'll be fifty-five dollars and change. I said, Ex- Excuse me? Is this pizza made of solid gold? And she she looked at me and she was like fifty-five, whatever. I said, um I said, How many pizzas did my wife order? She said, Two. I said, two <gasps> two, two, two pizzas. Pi- No, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. I said, two pizzas. What do you mean two pizzas? She said, Two pizzas. There's a large and a medium.
0: <gasps> oh
1: I said, oh, oh. Uh what, I don't understand. So she gave me the receipt and uh my wife ordered spinach, uh additional like toppings. She ordered spinach, mushrooms, and sun dried tomatoes, which they wound up giving us Roma tomatoes, which were terrible. Um but the each one of those toppings were like two or three bucks a piece. And we're talking about like, no, 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 ah. We're talking about like just sprinkling on the pizza. So it was basically like 10 bucks for less than maybe a half a cup of veggies extra. Wow. Um, I am I am one hundred percent in favor of supporting small businesses and franchise-owned businesses, et cetera. Yeah. But I can assure you that uh, our days until inflation gets in check, our days of eating at Mellow Mushroom have come to an end. Uh, Fifty-five dollars for a pizza or for two pizzas. I don't care what they're made of. How in the world have we gotten here, Tony? Yeah. I mean, holy cow. That's nuts. $3 per extra topping? That's nuts. Yeah.
0: Well, I think I got you beat. There was, uh, there's a, a thing called, uh, well, I don't know if you've heard of Detroit-style pizza, but it, it's not. like a pan pizza. It's really popular right now here in the Midwest. It's usually rectangular, and it's kind of like um, a pan pizza with a really buttery, uh, crisp crust on the side. Um, I'm getting hungry, and people are people love it. But there's a place that opened up in Hudson, Wisconsin, that's just across the river from where we live in Minnesota, and uh, you have to order on. You have to order. Uh, they only take orders on Tuesdays, uh, and then f- for pickup the following Monday. And they only have so many. And people are saying this is great pizza. You got to try it. The pizzas are small. Uh, I mean, uh, they're thick slices. So two. Two slices might do it for me, but I'm buying for the whole family. Uh, I didn't realize how small they were. I ordered two pizzas, right? Mm-hmm. And actually, one pizza and one one is their cheese sticks, but it's like the it's the same as the pizza. It's just got cheese on right. it, right? Right. Uh, and a salad, which is a salad for two, and a drink. So two small pizzas, a salad, and a drink. Seventy dollars. So I went on and they had all five surveys. Uh, First of all, I, I, uh, they sent me, they made the mistake of sending me, you know, let us know how we're doing an email. Right. So I let them have it. And the guy emailed me back. Well, you got this and this. And I'm like, yeah, that's they're they're tiny pizzas. And, uh, and I said that it wasn't enough food to feed my whole family. And I ordered two, you know, uh, this is not, this is not acceptable. And then uh, the guy was kind of a jerk, and he emailed back and said, well, maybe Domino's, you're, maybe you're better suited for Dom, Domino's. <laughs> Domino's is better suited for you. So after that, I wasn't going to do anything. But after that, I went on, gave him a Google review, and said, right. here's what I got. Tiny, tiny portions, not much salad, uh, tiny, tiny drink, and it was $70. And I said, I will never go back. It was a complete ripoff. There's no way you can justify that price. And, um, and I posted that review on, on Google and on his, on Facebook. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It's just, I think it's called that really grind That really did grind your gears. Well, can you believe that? I mean, Oh, I, I, yeah,
1: I can. And, and that's, you know, that's why I think we're getting into the silly season. Yeah, And I think, I think you'll, you'll start to see some compression here. And in my opinion, in the near future, because I can assure you, And this this is this is going to be a plug and free advertising, so I can assure you that the pizza that I cook at home is just as good, if not better, than what we bought. Oh yeah, Uh, because I'll tell you why we we bought the uh, the RecTech Bullseye, got the pizza stone. You go get the the uh, the dough from you know your local. You know, we get it from a a, a small pizzeria here in town not not mel mushroom obviously uh but uh we get it we we spread out the dough we make our own pizzas uh 20 minutes later i've got a hot pizza whatever toppings i want and it's ready to go and i'm gonna tell you that's gonna be our pizza experience going forward because i don't know how a a family of four, family of five, family of six, whatever the case is, I don't know how they they go out to eat and, and and do that on a regular basis because I mean fifty five bucks on our side, seventy dollars what you just described. Uh, you know, you go to you you go to your local restaurant and now, you know, let's say you go to your, your local Mexican restaurant or your local uh whatever restaurant, you're gonna spend, you know, 10, 12 bucks more than what you did. That's gonna add up over time. Yeah, so yeah, it does. And, and what's going to wind up happening is, is you're going to start to see, uh, over time, you're going to start to see the, the, uh, people frequenting those establishments start going down and they're going to have to, re- they're gonna to have to lower their prices to get people back in the door. Yeah, so I don't think so. it'll be, I don't want to use the word transitory. I guess I just did, but I do think eventually there's going to have to be a come to Jesus at some point.
0: Well, yeah, unless, unless we're all going to get like five to $10,000 a year raises, uh,
1: uh, Inflational ha- cost go. of
0: goods will have to go down because people aren't gonna, people can't keep spending like that. I mean, you, should, you know, oh, wow. it's the it's the tail of the stimulus money that was pumped out. I, I think is what we're seeing.
1: Well, it's it's what we've talked about here on the show, you know, but we had easy quantitative uh, monetary policy, quantitative easing for 13 years. Basically, they printed money, dug a hole, buried it in the backyard. There was no velocity of money, which is essentially what causes inflation. Now, they can't help it. It's starting to bubble up out of the ground and it's going to start circulating and that's got to work its way through the economy. So, uh that's that's a that's one of a number of things that uh, that's going to go on this year but hey since we're talking about inflation let's just go right on into our our questions Tony so one of the questions that we got and and it actually goes back to what our discussion was previously uh the listener and I'll read the question verbatim says it says uh hey Travis I'm retiring next year and I'm having trouble coming up with a number for monthly income what advice do you have Well, I'll be quite honest. We get that quite a bit because that's the big question. How much am I going to
0: need in retirement? Well,
1: but I feel like there's there's a I don't know if if there's if there's a a a translation issue between what you're spending now, what you will be spending. I I I fully believe if you're spending, let's say you're spending five thousand per month now. I don't think you're going to go down to three thousand. No, right and now I, I don't think you're going to go up to six, but I don't think you're going to go down to three. Uh, but I I have seen more frequently uh, just because of inflation and because of you know every day is every day is Saturday and every day is is basically a uh, an opportunity for you to go to your favorite hardware store, your favorite uh, golf course, etc. You're going to spend money, right? And in a lot of cases, you're going to spend a little more than you did. Especially in the first few months, you're just getting your sea legs for retirement. Um, you know things are going to shift. You're not going to spend the same money throughout, but initially, you you may spend more. So, Tony, I fully believe the the best way to do that if you don't have a number in mind, let's start with whatever your net income is currently. Okay, let us don't get complicated and let's don't try to let's don't try to itemize. You know, don't don't create a hundred. Column spreadsheet so you can, you know, go line by line and say, Well, I spent three dollars and forty-seven cents on a Snicker bar here and blah 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 blah. No, just just look at your your net income deposited to your checking account currently while you're working, and probably start with that number. Now, that number may be a little high, and that's okay, but it also may be a little low. Uh, I had a client recently that they started out uh, in, in what they thought they needed. They've now increased uh, almost double, uh, just simply because they were not uh, they were not prepared for just how much freedom they were going to have and how much money it was going to cost. Uh, now, the good thing about that was. The plan that we had, they actually we built the plan to be able to withstand actually even more income than what they were what they were upping their income to. So we started out around four thousand, went to six thousand, but our plan had a safe income all the way up to eight thousand. So the good thing is, is they really didn't have any any issues. It's just eh, understand that if legacy's your your goal, which for a lot of people they just want to take care of mom and dad, and then you know whatever's left goes to the kids and that's that's fine and if that's your your situation then i say hey go for it spend whatever's the safe withdrawal but just remember tony when you spend today it's just like it's just like the government borrowing the borrowing and the spending they they do today is going to cause taxation in the future we're spending future consumption so if you spend more today you're going to leave less tomorrow and you know what might be the case where you really don't care if that's the situation and if that is you know what you're not being selfish you work for it spend it enjoy your retirement because let's face it uh, we I've never I've never heard a client say they regret going to going to Rome for two weeks I've heard them say they regretted buying a vehicle I've heard them say they regretted buying this, that, or the other, but I've never heard them uh, regret an experience. And if that's what you are wanting income for, and you want to go and experience and live your life in retirement, I say, I say for you who sent in the question, I'm all for it. But just uh, that's one way I would probably say, start with your net income. uh, And just remember, it's kind of like your volume control on your, remember the old speaker systems, remember spinal tap, turn it up to 11. Uh, You know, Hey, maybe you set it at six to begin with. If it's too much, turn it down to five. If it's too little, turn it up to seven, but you got to start with a, a good midpoint number. And and that's probably the best thing to do. So that's, that would be my advice to to them, Tony.
0: Well, okay. That, that makes sense. And, and you're right. Nobody wants to take a pay cut in retirement. You know, right. people what wonder how much that? money am I going to need. Well, how much money do you? What are you need spending now? now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah,
1: I mean, you don't go into retirement and say, "Hey, I'm going to need twice as much income." No, uh, I mean, chances are, think about it, think about it, Tony. It's it's really not that difficult. Yeah, the bills are going
0: to pretty much be the same. I mean, well, but we're, we're, some we're creatures. Barrier.
1: We're creatures of habit. Yeah. We're we're creatures of habit, and if you. If you've been if you've been living and living a, a an enjoyable life and and you've been having fun at X number of dollars, you're not going to go into retirement and all of a sudden think you need to spend X times two. You're you're not. That's going to be painful because it's there's going to be some there's going to be some doubt in can I really can my portfolio support this? Can I afford this? Uh, then you're going to start getting anxiety it's it's really it's really i think best start with where you are currently uh and then use that as your baseline and then go from there you can always tweak it up or tweak it down
0: right that's that's a good point so uh question asked and answered i like it travis Some question asked and good, answered good information <laughs> is there another one you'd like to touch on any other questions uh,
1: you've got? there here? is and I, i'm going to make this uh kind of a brief uh, uh kind of a brief explanation First and foremost, I think a lot of people are getting a little concerned this year with the market with what's going on. Yeah, it's been volatile. But but I've been telling clients, how long how long have we been telling clients actually since last year, don't do anything in weakness. Always rebalance and and change your strategy in in a position of strength. And uh, folks, let's face it. We had the first 3 weeks of the year was uh, what you know, some of us call the tightening tantrum. Uh, you know, we had the Federal Reserve uh, release of minutes in the first week in January. Uh, a lot of people, you know, they were really concerned, you know, hey, our interest rate's going to go up. Market went down. Uh, ten-year treasury went up. So basically, most retirees got whipsawed because if you got a 60-40 portfolio, the 60 went down and the 40 went down. So you didn't you didn't get any safety in that, in that trade. So, the one thing I would tell you is this, uh, you know, in any time there is a, a large conflict or, or a potential conflict uh, in, in the world, especially like we're seeing with Russia and Ukraine, could that impact uh, energy prices? You bet it could. Um, I, I really, you know, I think that that we all can agree it it, it might be one day that electricity runs America, but right now oil is its blood and pipeline uh, pipelines are its arteries. We 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 have to truck things in from ports. We have you know obviously trucks that that provide the the services and take the goods and services on our interstate systems to the small manufacturers, distributors, etc. If oil prices go up, guess what's going to happen? The cost to get those goods and services inland is going to go up. You're going to pay more. It's just that's going to be part. Part of it is that going to be long lived? I don't think so, uh, but who knows now? As far as the As far as the conflict itself, I will say this. A lot of your U.S. companies, they're not going to feel as much of an impact, I would say. But, you know, if you've started to shift assets over to European countries, et cetera, uh, that could get a little hairy because obviously they're going to be local uh, to some degree. That could have a definite uh, impact. So. You might want to rethink your strategy. If you're working with an advisor, give them a call. Make sure they sit down with you. Go through your portfolio. If you're doing it yourself, uh, I I really... I really feel for you at this time because there's going to be a lot of questions and uh, probably not a lot of answers right now. So uh, I I hope that helps you. Uh, but if you have a if you have a question, give us a call. 87-269-0839. That's eight, seven, seven, two, six, nine, zero, eight, three, nine. And let us help you decide, you know, is there really something we need to be planning for proactively or are you in the right position? The, the problem is the, the not knowing is, is usually what gives us the most anxiety. So don't ride around with that anxiety. Give us a call 877-269-0839.
0: All right. Well, yeah, I think that's a, a great, another good one, Travis. And I know a lot of people out there do have questions, so I hope they will pick up the phone and give you a call. Now we've got about four minutes left. Is there anything else, any other questions you wanted to cover today?
1: Well, not really so much questions as it is commentary. Uh, You know, so many times we we get questions, whether it's in the office, it's in our courses, uh, you know, it's email from our listeners. What are some of the things we need to be doing? Okay, so here's two you need to be doing. Number one as as you see some of the the volatility that we have we have gone through over the last 5 or 6 weeks there's a lot of companies out there that should not be trading at the levels they're trading at right now you you probably need to take a look at your portfolio and and I'm not saying that you need to completely go to cash and then make new all all new investments but there may be some, some opportunities to upgrade your portfolio that you need to take advantage of. And then also rebalancing. If you if you don't regularly rebalance, it's probably going to be uh, not a tailwind, but a headwind for your portfolio. Because you're not taking advantage of the volatility. That's what rebalancing does. If, if the equities run for a period of time and you go from a 60-40 to a 70-30, Lop off the 10%, roll it back into fixed income or cash. Wait for the correction, rebalance again. Uh, that's that's definitely one way to to keep taking advantage of the current situation. Number two, uh, I've said it over and over on this on this show, and I'm gonna repeat it till the day that the Lord calls me home. Roth conversion. If you see a large correction, now we we typically recommend waiting until the end of the year, but if you see a large correction, like in February and March of 2020, we were screaming from the rafters for our clients to consider Roth conversion because you are getting a discount. And I know you're like, well, yeah, but my account's down. That's true. But if you rebalance and you do the right things for your portfolio at the same time you execute Roth conversion, All of that money that it grows from that point on is tax exempt. So if there's something that happens like a March of 2020 and we get the growth as we've seen since March of 2020, think about how much that actually adds to your portfolio. When the market's down, you're converting at a lower rate. That's what you want you're being able to convert shares or cash, and then whenever the market recovers, all that money is yours, and Uncle Sam is no longer involved in the process. Folks, that's just blocking and tackling. That's good portfolio management. Uh, For those of you out there that your coach is not calling their plays, or those plays, you need to give us a call. 877-269-0839. Let us sit down with you, see what's uh, what's gonna serve you and your uh, team going forward, and let's see if we can't win some games in the process. Also, uh, we didn't include it last week, but same thing as as the previous weeks, folks, the first two callers, we will give you an opportunity, 20-minute session, ask us anything, but you got to be the first two to call in, leave us a voicemail, we'll call you back uh, and schedule your appointment. So, 877-269-0839.
0: Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com.